0: Seattle Wave Radio, your Seattle, your scene. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness, a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com, And be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365, for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness, and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. Austin Jenks made the top ten in this season of The Voice, and he was voted the number one contestant fans would like to have a beer with by his own coach, Blake Shelton. Let's welcome Deval Washington's own native son, Austin Jenks. Thanks, Austin, for coming on.
1: Hey, thank you very much, Lori.
0: Well, you you feel like you're living the dream?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, every day out here is such a blessing to be here, and, uh, you know, I can't can't even really put into words how it feels, um, uh, but it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I would imagine that you gotta feel like you're riding on a on a roller coaster ride, but but a good roller coaster ride.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we have so many great people that we work with and um, you know, Blake Shelton is, is great to work with, all the people on my team and everybody else in the top ten, they're just they're great people.
0: Well it it looks like that you're having a really good time. We had um, some people send in some questions, and, and I, I wanted to kind of ask you the, the number one, you know, the top few questions that people were asking, and a lot of it had, had to do with, with what was going on on The Voice. They, they they wanted to know who you were hanging out with when you're not taping. Are there any contestants that, that you've found a friendship or a kinship with?
1: Yeah, you know, I've been hanging out a lot with my team. Um, Ray Bedreau and I we're roommates for a while here. Um, we hung out a lot. And, um, and Cole Vosbury and I have been, you know, hanging out. And we've all been writing songs and, you know, just playing our, our, uh, our next week songs for each other and just bouncing ideas off each other and stuff like that.
0: So you, you feel like uh, you're amongst friends there in a musical community and, and not so much a competition day-to-day?
1: Yeah, very much so. I think everybody is just excited to be here, you know, and um, when we're up on that stage, it's competitive in the sense that we give it our best, um, and, you know, we're trying to stand out. Uh, There's no doubt about that, but behind the scenes, you know, um, it's just very, very family-oriented. Everybody wants everybody to succeed,
0: Mm -hmm. I I will tell you, um, Seattle music is a very close-knit musical community, and I have never, and I've had a lot of musicians kind of come and go from the Seattle area, um, but never have I seen so much of the music community behind an artist, and that's you. I get so much um, feedback from people. There's such an excitement in the Seattle, especially in the Seattle indie music scene of just pure joy and happiness out of the music community for you? Oh, wow.
1: You have no idea how much it means to me that you say that. Um, You know, I spent a lot of time in Seattle playing at, you know, uh, the High Dive in Fremont, the Nectar Lounge, uh, the Tractor Tavern, the Triple Door, um, so many different venues. And, um, you know, I've met a lot of great artists, people that are very good at, you know, just being themselves and that's you know, that's really what the Seattle scene is all about is being yourself and, and doing the kind of art that makes you happy just for you. Um and, and not trying to, you know, just make anybody else happy, um, but just do your stuff and by doing that you bring life's lives and that means the world to me that you say that. You know, it's uh mm-hmm. it's, it's actually a really tough it's a tough community to uh to break into, you know, because people are just so focused on their art. There's not as much of a, a business, you know, as there is in L.A. or New York or Nashville. It's more of a community. That, uh, it's a really, really great thing. It's, it's very unique, and to me, it's something that you can't find anywhere else.
0: Definitely. You know, I, I learned a long time ago, there's 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 a lot of music and, and sometimes it can seem overwhelming on what you should listen to and, and how do you find great music. And I was told a long time ago by a very wise person, follow the musicians and figure out where they're going to listen to music and who they're listening to and who they're excited about and watch that, and, and I learned from that, and I, and I have. And who they're following right now, often is you, and who they're excited about right now is you. And so when you see musicians excited about other musicians, I mean, you know, it, it just doesn't get any better than that.
1: Wow, thank you so much. That's, that's really, really awesome. <laughs> I really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Are you able to maintain your artistic freedom during a, a competition like this?
1: Yeah, you know, I I moved to Nashville two years ago from the Seattle area. And at the time, I had been playing for about a year um, professionally in the Seattle area. I had graduated from Western Washington University, and I moved to Issaquah, Washington. And I was playing at little places like the SIP Wine Bar and the Edgewater Hotel. And I was playing kind of like half covers and half originals. And I moved to Nashville to really focus on my craft as a songwriter Um, and I wrote you know over 200 songs um, in the last couple years and being on The Voice has had its ups and downs as far as you know as a writer you know I'm I'm sitting in my hotel room (laughs) writing songs and trying to express how I feel but then I'm also working on these versions of you know these top 40 hits that the world has known for decades and I think I find my creative outlet just in the arrangements and also my vocal melodies. And I I do feel like I have a lot of artistic uh, input with what I do on the show, for sure. And I I spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to do things in a unique way, especially this week. Uh, It's a big moment for me because I feel like I've had a lot of really consistent performances, but it's about time that I have a breakout performance. And I think that this could be it. It's a different song for me. It's an 80s rock song, and um, it's a little bit out of my comfort zone, but it's also a song that I love. <laughs> so it should be really great.
0: Well, Blake seems like that he would be a really good mentor to to work with for someone like you who's, who comes from out of a singer-songwriter background. I, I think Blake gets it. Did you go to The Voice hoping to be on Team Blake?
1: Yeah, going into it, I definitely was hoping to be on Blake's team. You know, he's had a lot of success on the show, and then just as an artist, I think he's done a good job about just being himself. Um, He has, you know, like 8 million followers on Twitter, and he tweets things like, sitting at the bar, having a beer, and, (laughs) you know, he has 2,000 people retweeting and liking it, and it's because they know that he's just for real you know and and i'm definitely not the same person as Blake you know i i'm not going to sing songs about uh tailgates and 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 beer and stuff like that but that's who he is you know it's who he really is and i think that's what i've really grown to appreciate about him and also country music is that there are a lot of people involved that really live those lives um and i think it's hard for some people to notice that when you're just listening to the radio, but having lived in Nashville and having met so many different people, um, you know, a guy like Blake to me is somebody that you know he knows who he is, and he's the same person no matter where he is.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's that's a good lesson to take from all of this: is you, you can be successful while still being true to who you really are.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Now he came out with a statement this week that said that you were the number one contestant that fans wanted to drink a beer with. How did you feel about that? <laughs>
1: yeah, that was pretty awesome. I'm the type of person that I just enjoy talking with people, and whether it's in a bar or in a coffee house or whatever, I think what he was trying to say is that throughout the show, I think people have hopefully seen me just be me and it's really important to me that it comes across that way because it's really easy to get caught up in the lights and the cameras and all that stuff. And um, going into this, it was just a huge goal of mine to just continue to be myself. And so the fact that he said that, uh, yeah, it made me really happy. It it was very validating. Mm
0: -hmm. Definitely. Well, you are, like Blake is, Pretty active on Twitter, and another exciting thing that happened this week was you were able to to do what very few people can get done in this world and be verified on Twitter. It'd almost be worth going on the voice just so you could be verified on twitter and so you've been <laughs> verified on Twitter, so that's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations on that.
1: Thank you very much, yeah, I'm really excited about that you know it's it's a crazy thing the Twitter world is uh is something that I think so many people are part of Twitter and so many people use it every day and, you know, I feel really lucky to be able to be featured like that, you know, and this experience on The Voice has just fast-tracked so many things in my career as a musician, but also just personally, you know, I think, like you said, being verified on Twitter or, um, you know, having a lot of followers come from the show, it can only help me in the future with going forward, putting out records and touring and, and doing my thing.
0: Absolutely. Well, um, on, on Twitter, you have the Hump Day uh, Q&A on Twitter, where you let fans call or uh, tweet you questions, and then you answered. Is that something that you're going to keep doing um, in, in the future as you're on the voice and then post-voice?
1: Yes. Yeah. It's uh, something that I just wanted to do to allow, you know, my fans, my new fans, to um, connect with me and Because of my busy schedule right now on The Voice, I'm not able to be on Twitter or on social media as much as I would like to, and uh, it's really important to me that the people that are following me know that I really appreciate their support, and so I do the Hump Day Q&A every week on Wednesday night uh, just to connect with them. Yeah.
0: I, I think that's that's awesome that that you do that, and and I was following it last night. It looked like you were having a really good response, and I think as more people know about it, it'll be like Blake. You know, you'll put stuff out there and you'll get two thousand retweets and two thousand questions, <laughs> because you, you are someone I think that people just can connect with immediately. There's of, it, it, it like with often, that there's not a lot of. It seems like with you, Austin, that there's not a lot of. I don't know, like layers people have to go through to kind of figure you out, or or that's the way it's perceived to us. um, Is that we we kind of get you without having to go through a lot of, you know, um, I don't know, smoke and screens or whatever to to, to get to Austin. I mean, you're you're there, and we we kind of get it, and and I think that goes a long way.
1: Thank you very much. That's definitely what my goal is: is to just, uh, you know, just be real with people and. And I'm a singer-songwriter, you know. So I I enjoy interacting with people and telling stories. And uh, my family has always been just full of storytellers. You know, we sit down at you know holidays or family gatherings, and everybody just kind of tells their favorite story. And to me, that's just the way that life should be. You know, we should reminisce and be happy about the things that we're thankful for. And it, it is very important to me that I'm accessible to people because. Music is a you know, it's a universal language and I think it's meant to be shared. It's it's not for uh it's not it's not meant to be, you know, let's it's not a rock star element in my mind, you know. It's it's more of like I said, storytelling and sharing.
0: Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you've been able to bring with you is your dad's guitar, your father's past. They've made that um uh tape on the voice and kind of explained your backstory on that. Um And so you, you, but you have, the the guitar is actually older than than you are. And so you you have that with you. And it also looks like a lot of other contestants, from what I've seen on Twitter, have also enjoyed playing your father's guitar.
1: Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've played that guitar for a long time. It's a guitar that I learned how to play on. My dad had bought that guitar before I was born, when he and my mom first started dating. And yeah, I mean, there was times where he had to take it to the pawn shop, to hawk it, You'd get money for rent, but he would always go back and buy it back, and, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a centerpiece for me, and I carry it with me because it's, uh, it reminds me of where I come from and, and why I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's just amazing that it still sounds as good 41 years later, probably, as it did the day that, that he bought it and brought it home.
1: Oh, yeah, it probably sounds even better than it did then. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. They they, they do get better with, with time. And I, I noticed that a couple of the contestants backstage have grabbed a hold of it and, and uh, played it, and then you've tweeted out some pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Woolpert is a friend of mine, and I think he's so talented, and I love his voice. It, it reminds me of some of the great classic rock singers, and I'm a huge classic rock fan, so... Yeah, there was a couple times where we were just hanging out, and he was playing it and showing me some of his stuff, and that's pretty cool, man. I, I mean, it's not like I sit around and and tell everybody, hey, this guitar is is you know worth so much and all this. You know, it's it's not the most expensive guitar, and you know I'm not worried about anybody scratching it or anything like that. You know, I just want it to be played. There's a lot of power, I think, in playing music just from a real place, and that's what that guitar means to me.
0: Definitely, yeah, you know, and th- that's what guitar players kind of know, too, is that the guitar is more than just an instrument um, and and it might be like I don't play any other instruments. So I barely play the guitar, but um, but it, it, it's probably like that with people who play other instruments. But the guitar, it's very a personal instrument. You, it's easy to take around with you. You can take it from you know city to city, town to town, right. and it does become like an extension of of you and your personal, you know, like an extra arm or something. But uh, very personal, and 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 you get close to your to your guitar.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh. It's kind of like having a third uh, or a fifth limb, I guess.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Well, Austin, I really appreciate that you taking the time to come on, and I, I, w- I wanted you just to remind everybody how important it really is to vote because we really want to keep you in this all the way to the end, and it really is such an a interactive uh, competition with the fans, and, and they really play a huge part in the outcome of this.
1: Yeah, you know, voting is everything right now on the show, and um, I feel very blessed to be here, and, um, you know, every day I get to be here is another great opportunity for me in my career and also personally. Um, So it comes down to votes, and also there's a a new element to the show this season with Twitter saves, um, so the bottom three contestants that are up there at the end of the night, uh, one of them can be saved by being tweeted um, and I think that is definitely going to be very important for me going forward into the competition. Um, you know, we're down to ten now, and, and it could end up happening a million different ways. You know, you never know where you're going to be, and you know, I just feel so lucky to be here, and I'm so thankful for the people that have voted this far and that will continue to vote.
0: But well, we wish you nothing, nothing but success. As we play out, Austin, I'm going to play Wild and Reckless, and that's off of your indie album that's available on your website, AustinJanks.us, and people can go there and download that. Can can you kind of set this song up for us? Because it, it's not one that we'll hear on The Voice, I, I, I don't think.
1: Yeah, that's actually um, one of my favorite songs off of that EP. I released it uh, a little over a year ago, and it's it's a song that, Just is youthful and it's reminiscent about being in a time in your life where you have no worries. And I think we've all had those times in our lives where we're not thinking about tomorrow or the day after. We're just really in the moment. And as we grow older, it's harder to do that with, you know, lives and careers and families. So Wild and Reckless is just a song that is kind of a tribute to youthful times. All right.
0: Well, this is Austin Jenks, Wild and Reckless. You can get this on his EP on his website, AustinJanks.us. Austin, we certainly appreciate you coming on—a musician's musician—and uh, we love love this kind of music. Nothing but success, buddy.
1: Thank you so much, Lori. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, I I'll be following Monday and Tuesday and 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 every night and, and probably for the rest of your career. So, just <laughs> uh, you know, just 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 so proud of you.
1: Thank you, Lori. You're awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We
2: got sunshine on a stretch highway long back to the wild and reckless. The summer sun ain't never gonna set you feel it? It's what you wanted. It's what you wanted. Take me back to the golden glory. Keep on living an American story. It's what you wanted. It's what you wanted. Wow. If time is money, we were living like rich men Taking it easy at yeah, living in the fast lane Six, seven, eight years later When we try to explain we will former keyboardist and vocalist for the classic rock band Iron Butterfly, and you are listening to Seattle Wave Radio.